Get it right, get it tired. All right, the camera's on. So make sure you write, I'm good in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. okay, gang, what's up? We are back with another episode of the He Said, She Said podcast. I'm excited because we're getting ready to wrap up season one, and it has been uh, it's a been, journey. It's been a journey. It, yeah, yeah, I blame I blame myself a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But don't, don't blame yourself. You know. I, every time we get on, like, well, look, you got you got to be able to hold yourself accountable sometimes. Right? You yeah, but sometimes accountability. Uh, you don't know what the hell you want to say. Any damn way. I this am is Coach that Cody. Said podcast, and this is Coach Cody. As y'all can see, we have definitely got a lot comfortable with the lighting and the. In the presence of you guys watching us. And you know, you see Nina Marie. Oh, and I'm Nina Marie. She loves it. And I'm Nina Marie. First of all, my best friend and him forced me. They beat me to do it. They beat me, y'all. Forced you to do it. You changed my name to Nina Marie. I don't think I said that. I, I don't just, think I, I ever said Nina, that girl Nina. But you know, whatever. Yeah, you need to try Nina Marie on social media because that's that Anyways, Nina stuff. Bit, uh, it's not. It's everything. It might be everything, but it ain't everything to me. No. Anyway, so the topic that we're talking about today, y'all, is something that's near, that actually just came up to me t- today as I was just, you know, just frolicking in my apartment. And, <laughs> and uh, basically, we're going to talk about, you ain't got the answers, Sway. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. Like, have y'all ever, you know, I'm talking to a single specifically, have y'all ever you know, felt singled out or called out or just judged or misjudged by people who are like married. Like all of a sudden, your single friend who got married, who you went through with a lot of shit with, now she's a relationship guru. Now she got advice as to how you need to be. Now she know everything about how to get a man. Married couples advice to singles. Look, Y'all always have the answers. Yeah. Sit down somewhere. Is all married advice good advice? It, come on, please. Ah, yeah. Or is all married advice applicable to my single life? Right. Oh, that was almost like a. That, that was a good. That was good. That was good. Oh, I like let that. me put that in my. Notes. I like that. <laughs> but um, I'll start. So okay, what triggered this? I guess triggered this conversation for me, or brought about this conversation for me is I saw. Uh, on Facebook, a video from Jackie Hill Perry. And no shade to her. You know, I don't know what her intentions were or why she, you know, what, what, what her heart posture was when she said it. But I'm just going to go ahead and just keep it real. A nigga was triggered a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I was triggered because, you know, she was like either singles or, you know, women just have a standard, something like that. And, you know, for me, I was like, girl, you know, have you forgotten where you came from? Have you forgotten what it means to be single? Have you forgotten the struggles of like singlehood, you know, and the man, the only man that you've ever known, you're married to him now. And so that's, once again, I feel like for me, I feel like having that perspective or having that experience I don't know if, you know, she's able to relate to 
all singles or even just relate to singles in general because her story is different, you know? And I think from my experience, when it comes to like dealing with people who are married, I feel like once folks get married or, or whenever I'm around people who are married, it seems like they just have the answers for everything. And, you know, they, they, it, it, it also seems like sometimes there's, there's this, this tooting of their nose up at, our problems as if your marriage ain't got problems as if you know you still ain't dealing with some stuff that we be dealing with but you married what's the difference huh oh just because you married well i'm i got i got the title of being married so it's all good but you single so you you shouldn't be doing it it's okay if if i do it because I, i got a man no like i don't understand that logic i don't get it yeah um it's definitely something that I, I'm, I'm just telling you from my my experience is, and this is what I've learned. I've been around some amazing uh, married couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are churchgoers, and in a way, uh, and they're they're great uh, role models, so to speak, when it comes to marriage and ministry that form. But then I've also had some married people who aren't in the church and are still good married individuals, married couples to take some advice from and role and role models. But uh the way I looked at it is I always took the nuggets that they dropped. Like everything that my pastor will say is not gonna apply to my single life. Mm-hmm. Everything that Jackie say ain't gonna be I'm not gonna apply it. But some things I was like, oh I like that. Yeah. I'm put this in my bag. Yeah. I'm put this in my bag and apply it to my own relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I'm the same way. I mean and I think that's just because you you get to a place where it's like, I can't live my life for you and I definitely can't walk in your shoes. And you definitely don't know what it feels like to walk in my shoes or to know what it feels like to struggle like me um, with being single and, and whatnot. And I think what the, I guess the the great thing that came about with that thought today was I'm just tired of being hard on myself for struggling with, you know, the in the, in the area of, of single, mm-hmm. of, of being single. I, I'm, I'm tired of beating myself up for struggling in the area of singleness. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it is what it is at this point for me. Like, you know, I, I think I'm so used to like, you know, you should know better. Or, you know, you, you da, 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 da. And it's just like, at this point, it's like, look, it is what it is. There's so many other places in my life that I'm excelling in. There's so many other places, you know, that I'm doing and, and thriving in. And just because there's, there's this one area of mine that, you know, I may be uh, not the greatest at. And I, and I rely, I really do rely on the grace of God, honestly. Um, doesn't take away from all of the work and all of uh, the growth that I've accomplished so far in my life. So... That's just kind of like the epiphany that came to me. But I mean, I agree with what you said when you were talking about how, you know, there are some married couples that you take from and there are some married couples that you don't. And everybody just kind of has their own. You you pick and choose what you, you, you what is it? You, you eat the meat and spit the bones out. Yeah. So. I think. And it's kind of crazy how every episode that we did is kind of tied back into another episode. 
And I think the thing about it is like, we got to understand you still have the right to choose what you want to pick up from these other relationships. Yeah. You know, like just because they've been, they've been role models to you. Like I'm going to just use Megan Good and Devon Franklin. Yeah. I loved the, the, the concept of that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, this woman who isn't a woman of God, but she loves God and this man She's of God. She's not a woman of God. Why she not a woman of God? Well, I'm not. I'm saying that I guess in the world we looked at like she's not a woman of God because of what she does or because of the role she played. You oh, know, okay. we looked at it like, oh, she can't be a woman of God, you know. But he made everybody start to identify the God in her. That's what I feel. Oh, okay. And even though I love that about them, I couldn't just sit up and be like, well. Uh, and I think that's what happened with a lot of people. That's why so many people like upset about them having a split. Because like I looked at them as role models, yeah, and everything that they he said in this book, I applied it to my life. And look and at them, yeah, and look, hey, and you look. make it. That's why, and and this will be a whole, this is a whole other episode. And it's like they started, they decided, oh, we're gonna counsel Devon because he shouldn't be giving relationship advice. No, that was a relationship advice that this man gave based off of his situation, yeah, in his marriage, and that where the season that they were in, you know, right. like I think, and this, like I said, you know. I'm not going to just speak like off of that whole situation. Like I'm not going to totally counsel the nuggets that they gave. Like I'm sure that there were people that actually were helped and could apply that to their life. And it actually worked for them. And that's what they needed. Mm-hmm. But just because, you know, their marriage didn't work, doesn't mean that those principles or that, you know, some of those nuggets aren't still effective. If two people are willing to put in the work, you know, and so, but on that note, though, talking about um, married couples, you know, giving advice as to like, oh, well, you know, that's why you're, that's why you're single because you know you're not doing it this way. Like that's kind of the the judgment that I that I've felt, you know, from I'm not saying all, but from a lot of married couples, I feel like they'll say, well, you're single because this you're not doing this, and if you did it like me, then you'll be married you'll and it's like then we have a situation like you know uh them uh devon franklin and megan good you're like that happens you know where you have those people who are like yeah i'm married because of that but then why didn't you stay married you know and then you know you you kind of you kind of make singles question themselves because they don't do it like you. And it's like, I don't think that how someone how, how someone gets married is the standard. I just think that how it worked for you, it worked for you that way. And, and that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people who say that, oh, well, celibacy is the guarantee that, you know, your marriage is going to work. You know, I know that, you know, putting God first and, you know, um, we're worshiping and going to church every Sunday or, you know, um, just certain things that or, or like I didn't chase after my man. I didn't approach him first. And that's why I'm married for however many years. But I've seen so many other people who are married where the wife was the one who approached her husband and he liked her, too. And they're married. I've seen situations, plenty of situations where Celibacy wasn't even thought about <laughs> when it came to like making a decision 
to be together and to stay together. And there have been marriages that are years in and they didn't start off with, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have sex. That's why we're been together for 15 years. Nah, a lot of people had sex before marriage and they're still married. And that wasn't the guarantee of them breaking up or that wasn't why they stopped being single because they withheld something or, or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, uh, I've never been the one, like if I've never been the type of person that based off of, oh, if I wait, this is going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just because it worked for them don't mean it's going to work for me. Um, something else you said that I thought was deep was uh, it's not about how you get married, but how you keep that marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let me hear about how you kept it, yeah. not how you got it. Yeah. Because I can actually, I can go out here and get married tomorrow. Yeah. It's just, it's a given. Yeah. But how did you keep it? Yeah. And I'm going to say this, you know, because maybe Devon is listening. I would love to hear the story about the divorce. Yeah. You know, the process of how you felt when, you know, everybody's saying that he he's the one filed for divorce. Like, how you felt when you had him there. Yeah. You know, I saw the post about him, you know, breaking down. Like, I'm sure he broke down because apparently he loved this woman. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently something happened in between where he was at where it was like, you know what? This ain't going to work. Yeah. And however, and even I would love to hear from from her, and not saying that for them to expose each other, mm-hmm. but like how you felt. What's the process of getting over this person that you've been married to for nine years? Yeah, just just being you know um, transparent about your human experience, and we 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 came together. This was definitely what we thought to be you know a, a divine Forever. you know a divine meeting. And I don't discredit that, that that it wasn't a divine meeting. I do I do believe them when they said that it was a divine thing for them when they, when they met. And you know, unfortunately, we we grew apart and we made a decision to separate for whatever reason. And you know, just that in itself could probably bring about some healing for other people who are thought that this was going to be forever. And it turned out that it didn't. It didn't work out or whatever, you know. So yeah, I, I I would love to hear that too, just on a transparency standpoint, like not on some messy shit, you know what I'm saying, but just to help the next person who right. going just to give advice going on the divorce because yeah. everybody, like we all, I'm not gonna say we all because I've never experienced it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's coming. No, I'm not. Oh, no. I ain't receiving another voice down. No, I'm not claiming that. No, I'm saying it's... Co- oh, I... Yeah, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Follow me now. Follow me. No, you're talking about Mary. My bad. But it's coming. It's definitely coming. That's coming. <laughs> One day I'm like, guess what, y'all? We's married. We's married. I'm married now. <laughs> yeah. A whole husband over here. Yeah. Yeah, we, we probably going to, we both going to be celebrating together. Yeah, we're like, going to have We're going to have a, a whole celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, yeah, they're my baby, right? Right, you know. <laughs> Ow, Billy, step on my toe, but, yeah, but I mean, have you, you know, ever felt, you know, judged, or have you ever felt like, you know, certain, or is there any example of, you know, a married couple that gave you something that you were like, mm, that's not for me? Um. I hate that. I don't want to sound like I just got it all together because I don't. Mm-hmm. But I've never experienced. I, I just always picked up what I need to pick up. 
you know, my my pastors, I love them death. Like it's certain it's the things that they drop, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know. One of their biggest stories is my pastor always talk about how he waited, he waited on her, mm-hmm. you know, to have sex, waited till marriage to have sex, mm-hmm. and that's their story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if if I meet somebody and that's her goal, then yeah, I can come. Into, I would definitely come into agreement and say, look, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna at least try. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna at least try this. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know. But, and he also talks about how there was definitely times where he was tempted. You know, he's like, you know what? I'm sticking to this. I think the the biggest thing that I took from that is like, you know, I, I would love to apply that to my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, the first time would be amazing, right? You know? Yeah. At least I hope so. Because <gasps> if not, I'm like, what? That's why. Oh, no. I'm not oh, no. I mean, you know, and, and this is just my take. You know, I believe if if it was on those two individuals' heart to wait, then I feel like there's no reason why God can't bless that that intimate moment with the two of them. I've, I've heard others, I've heard horror stories from, from women who have, they did it. But see, waiting, and I'm going to say this too. I'm going to say this too. Like, but was that, was that waiting because God said wait or was that waiting because of what you had been taught? It's the same thing. Like, no, it's I, I right. think it's, like, it's, it's right. You, are, you already know what, what, the, what, what the word of God says. <laughs> Yeah, so whatever, but, whichever reason why they're doing it, they're still trying to honor God. Either way, you know, I think I think what what I what what I see is that you know just because or, or that's that's a tough one. There, I, I was gonna say basically like maybe they weren't meant to be together, or or maybe they weren't patient enough to weather that storm of figuring out how to sexually please each other, and they their impatience broke them up. It's a possibility, you know. I mean, you know, just just from me listening to it, I just I just look at it like, is that something that God said for y'all for y'all story? You know, because I could have easily, like, you know, in other relationships, I was willing to wait, you know, and then when the when the moment came, I was like, ah, you know, like it ain't really what I thought it was gonna be. I'm kind of glad I didn't, you know, wait as long as I did, you know, because it was, and then there was sometimes like, all right, well, you know. I don't mind waiting, mm-hmm. you know. And, and one thing about me is like I'm I, I'm I'm a, I'm based off of like chemistry in itself, emotional chemistry, spiritual. Because I do believe there is spiritual chemistry that you can have with somebody, mm-hmm. um, sexual chemistry. And if I'm vibing with you to the point where like you know I know if and buts about it, it's going to be amazing because yeah. like, you know everything has already lined up. Mm-hmm. And you know my advice to anybody who is waiting, you know, do your thing. But my, my advice also is, you know, make sure that those, that, that you have those pinpoint moments where when that time does come where y'all are intimate after marriage, mm-hmm. that everything lines up. Because, you know, and this could be another episode, like being sexually pleased does not just mean sexually pleasing each other. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's the chemistry that keeps y'all together. You know, one thing about me is like, and I guess I'm talking about myself. The times that I have been sexually active with people, there were times where I was just in it for the sex. And then other times I was like, oh, this person turned me on and I'm not even really attracted to them because of the chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, so for me to, to answer that question as far as like what type of advice, you know, or things that I've been told of like, this is why you're single or like something that didn't resonate with me. 
was the the the, the <clears throat> trying to to dim my voice as a as a woman. And you know, if you're too if you're too if you're too vocal or if you're too you have your own mind, um, then you know you that's why you're single. And over time, I've I've had to do my own healing and looking within myself and you know my own relationship with God. I had to kind of make peace and heal certain parts of that because I I started to believe that like oh the strength of my voice is what's making me unattractive to men. And I had to, I had to rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, when I started reading my word and, 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 and getting into the truth of, of who God calls us as individuals, I started to learn and not even that, just listening to other um, men who are married to strong women or, or other um, men who believe in the equal rights of men and women and not just men, but just women too, who have educated me on, you know, owning your voice and um, taking ownership of it and, and not hiding it um, because you may intimidate other people. And I was taught, you know, just by like soaking all this knowledge in that, you know, you own who you are, you know, and and the right person should celebrate that. And and if you have a voice. And that's what you're, you know, meant to do. And, 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 you know, someone should not try to kill that trait in you to boost their ego or to feel more like a man or to feel more, you know, like, oh, yeah, this is my wife because I feel like the leader or the, or the, or the man because whenever we're out in public, she don't speak, I speak. Whenever we are at the dinner table, you know, we out at the restaurant, I order her food and that, that makes me feel like a man because she's silent. Like her silent, <laughs> her, her quote unquote false humility and false submission uh, is what makes me feel like a man. And it's like that those aren't qualities that you want a man to have if he's going to be your husband and you are a woman that, you know, wants to be able to have a voice that's not healthy. And so that's something that, you know, I've, I've heard and I've had to reframe that whole thing. That's, that's good. Uh, what? Oh, so I know one for you. Like when it comes, and we've talked about this in, in some of our podcasts before, but like, you know, uh, your manlyhood, you know, your, your masculinity mm-hmm. that like, you know, women won't find you attractive if you're not a certain type of you know right right figure of a man right. or whatever um with that and that's something i feel like i'm learning as i go along mm-hmm. uh i'm off i'm you know i'm an advocate for having your own personal relationship with god mm-hmm. and this is what i've learned whoever god has for me if she has a personal relationship with god there's no if ands or buts for the question the man, the man in me, yeah. you know, yeah. like I know that's a man yeah. because, and, and you shouldn't even have to have a conversation with me. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, well, I, because I have a relationship with God, I've identified that this is a man of God mm-hmm. and I don't have to question his pink shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or his you know, just, just this cause, sin, this sin. 
savvy, but you know how <laughs> niggas is. That's a picture. I don't care what he say. You know, but uh, it's all my whole train of thought. But uh, question you talking about my salmon shirt. <laughs> but uh, I, I've learned that. I'll put it like this: I've learned to be okay with where God has me. Yeah. And if you want to be down, and who and who you who you are as an individual. Yeah, and and, and I think that that comes with just accept or, or me having a relationship. You know, my relationship is not perfect. But it's getting there. You know? And not saying that I'll ever get to be perfect, but the fact that I still have process and hope and faith that it's going to eventually get to that point. You know, whoever, like, like we talked about in the previous episode, like, whoever wants to join this journey with the company, cool. Mm-hmm. And if you want to fall off and say, well, he's not man enough for me. Bye. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. I know who I am yeah. in Christ Jesus. He stripped <laughs> me all my life. Nah. But I know who I am as a man. You know, I know who I am, and it, and it, and I really believe it's a, it's a difference. That there, there, there are, uh, there is who I am as a man, but there's also who I am as a man of God, and together they create the queen. Yeah. <laughs> they create this man with the pink salmon shirt on. In a damn way. So, what would you, you know, want to give that you haven't already given? To the people yeah, we're giving you a to take away free. for free. You're just gonna go to nuggets. Yeah, we're gonna get a patron. When it comes to you know singles in particular, when it comes to you know their their journey and just and uh, their singleness. Yeah, their singleness. Um, if I could leave them with leave y'all with anything, it's just to uh, like I keep saying, have a relationship with God. I don't know, but um, if I could leave y'all with anything, it's just to. Uh, Know yourself well enough to know what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to making a commitment with somebody, or like we said in the previous episode, making a covenant with somebody. Because again, making a covenant does not mean everything is going to go your way. Doesn't mean it's going to work like such and such in relationship work because you're not such and such. Mm-hmm. You know, I uh, back to, to my pastor, just because me and this girl decide one day, oh, we're going to make a commitment to be to them and wait there. So what happens when six months in and I'm over your house and, and we end up having sex? Yeah. Are we going to just be like, oh, this, this, doesn't, this, is, this is not a guy. Yeah. We need to go our separate ways because it did not work the way we planned on it working out. Right. Or are we going to remain? Because I, I believe that there has to be a situation where you make a covenant before you actually get married with that person. Mm-hmm. Meaning, despite whatever happens, I'm making a commitment to you that I believe in this, this, that this is marriage, that this is God. I'm going to work it out. Yeah. Cause I've heard people where they've been single or I wouldn't say single, but they've been dating and the guy cheats and they forgive them. And then they get married and then, and then he never cheats again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but what would have happened if she had said, well, you cheated on me and such as an advice we got from such as if he cheats, then don't marry him. You know, yeah. like, Know what to take and what, and know what to apply to your own life. Um, what I would, you know, say to singles is, you know, the same kind of just I piggyback off of what he said, you know, but also give yourself radical acceptance and radical understanding and radical compassion for your journey, you know, because everybody's journey is different. You may have similar things that you know you've gone through with other people and. And someone can relate and, and give you advice and whatnot. But you still have to go through, you know, 
you have to go through it yourself, you know? And, and, and I'm all for, you know, taking heed to wisdom and, and, and whatnot. Like, definitely take heed to wisdom, you know? But, you know, having a relationship with God will definitely help you <laughs> to, you know, take the wisdom that's, that's for you. Because that's something that I apply for my life. Because I have a relationship with God, there's some things where I'm like, okay, I can work with that. And, and, and I don't care if it's a single person or if it's a married person talking to me. Wisdom is wisdom, you know? And if I can use that and apply that to my uh, journey in singleness, then I'll, I'll, I'll use it. And then some things I'm just like, it's not gonna really work for me. <laughs> you know, like, that's not gonna work, you know, where I'm, I'm cooking my, my man's food every day just to, you know, get just just certain things just not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, definitely, and, and and learn yourself. You know, become familiar. Oh, take the take the singleness as like a gift. You know, like literally, it may not feel like a gift, but it is because you have all that time to learn who you are. It's so hard. I know for me, anyways, it's so hard to kind of have that time with yourself to reflect on yourself when you're so consumed with making a relationship work and you know sometimes you can get so caught up in being one that you forget about yourself and so definitely you know take that time as this is a gift let me become more self-aware let me heal let me you know learn to love myself even more you know so that i can present myself to the person that i'm going to spend you know the rest of my life with when it's time, you know? That's just my little bit. Right. Drop the these nuts, pick up what you want and what you don't, just leave it there. Somebody else get it. <laughs> you know, because these are some valuable nuggets. Valuable You ain't got to take it. Sway. Somebody else get it. No, but um, <laughs> forever. Uh, and and another, another thing, listen, you say that I wanted to, you know, advise people like, ask God for more wisdom. Even if you have wisdom already, mm -hmm. 